You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Masterclass. Masterclass time. Looking forward to hearing from all of you. And we're joined by our guest as we speak karate, Sensei Wendy Wannerberg, who is a sixth degree black belt holder and part of the South African JKA Karate Association. Sensei, welcome to the show. My, my hands are put together and I am bowing like what I've seen. Is that how we're supposed to do it? <laughs> Good afternoon and afternoon to your listeners. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm I'm chuckling with you at uh, your laughs and I'm laughing at thinking of you bowing with your hands together. <laughs> I really am like sensei. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, sensei, what I would like to do, can you just move around a little bit? Your network just suddenly went wonky on us. Oh, okay. Let me do this. I'm going to pass you back on to our producer and let us see if we can get you on a much better line. Um, Share with me your experiences about karate. One of the things um, that I can say is the Karate Kid was that movie. Why tape? We taped it. What? It was on playing on the different channels and you would tape it. You'd have that VHS there. And I'm sure you can all visualize that tape. Remember, you'd put the label on. Um, hopefully, other people didn't record over your f- movie that you recorded. Karate Kid, I will never forget. And then, of course, Will Smith's uh, son, uh, Jaden Smith, uh, did a another version of The Karate Kid with Jackie Chan in it. I think I watched snippets. I don't think I watched the complete film. But yes, I, I absolutely have been fascinated with karate. And even when we're preparing for our conversation today, I was um, sharing with the team that Martial arts has so many different categories and it's so easy to think that they just are the same thing. Hence, Clement Magnatella will say that Jet Li, Jet Li was busy doing karate. And I think we've got quite a lot to learn. And maybe there are some benefits to participating in, in, in karate for those of you that did. And maybe share with us if you joined as an adult, what has it taught you? I can already assume that discipline is one of the major characteristics of karate. Discipline is quite an important one. And I'm wondering what else. I'm thinking about the fact that just from what I've seen in films, it is not just a physical activity. It also is an activity of the mind. And what is it that we remember from the film? Wax on, wax off, wax on, wax off, wax on and wax off. So let's take a break and as we uh, get our guest back on the line so that you're able to also engage with her on 011-883-0702. Get your questions in and get your comments as well. 072-702-1702. Masterclass. Masterclass time on 702 Afternoons and today we are talking karate and we are just working to get our guest on the line as we were just struggling with uh, the network because load shedding is sadly also a part of our lives. Sensei Wendy Wennerberg, sixth degree black belt holder and part of South Africa JKA Karate Association. Are you somebody who participates in karate? 
Did you do it when you're younger and you outgrew it? Did you compete in karate? What were some of the benefits for you? Or did you find that, hey, I got injured. I'm not trying to do that thing again. Or I wanted to do karate after I saw this thing on this movie and it looked super cool because all I wanted to do is use that hand chop to hit the wooden board and break it. But then I got there and it was uh, not what I expected. O double one double eight three oh seven oh two and the WhatsApp line O seven two seven oh two one seven oh two. Sensei Wendy, uh let's see if that's much better. Hi Lebo, can you oh, hear me now? Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Okay, great. All I right. apologize. It's load shedding, <laughs> so things are difficult, you know? No problem, no problem. I want to kick off by just Getting from your side, um, you know, you are sixth degree black belt holder and uh, you will need to do a lot of explaining for us to truly appreciate your title. So I'm going to talk about your title towards the end when we get to learn a little bit about the levels. But in terms of karate and where it fits within martial arts, where would you say it sort of fits? Because in my mind, Jet Li is not doing karate, but I could be wrong. Lebo, you're 100% correct. And there's a multitude of martial arts available out there. And in essence, all martial arts are highly effective fighting systems with different preferences and and ways of going about things. So the crux of karate is that the word karate means empty hand. Mm. In other words, we're not using weapons or anything like that. And we're relying on blocking, punching, striking, and kicking techniques primarily to protect ourselves. In other words, the emphasis is on self-defense. I always make a joke and I say, we don't start, we finish. Oh, so um, so it's not you're, you're not going out to go and start fights. hundred <laughs> percent correct. And, and, and that's why it's, it's good for the children to kind of learn that controlled aggression and that kind of thing. Hopefully you never need it, but that is what the purpose of karate is supposed to be. If you take, for example, another Japanese martial art like judo, which is another highly effective fighting art, they do and tend more towards what a lot of people understand with wrestling, where it's you on the ground and you're holding on to each other and throws and those kinds of things. So so they're, they're all different. Um, but as I said, I'll never knock another art form. At the end of the day, you need good teaching. That's, that's what's important. The other thing that to me is very uh, important with martial arts and karate in particular is that you're not just teaching the fighting side of things. You're not just teaching the physical side of things. You are teaching a way of life. Mm. So with teaching comes great responsibility. And that's what's so important when people are, are looking to join uh, a karate dojo. The word dojo means a training center or a karate school. Literally translated, it means place of training. Mm. So if you are ever considering it, and, and I heard what you said about how many people somewhere along the line did do karate when they were small or they're young. Many people did and the, the black belt was the dream, but not everybody gets there because mm. it's not easy. It gets tough. It's, it's, it's hard work and dedication, but training should be, regular training should be a habit. And, and it's very easy nowadays, I suppose, human nature, we're a little bit naughty. We tend to make excuses to suit, suit our perspective so, you know, it's too cold today or it's load shedding today or it's exams or things like that. But I always say when I'm approached to, for example, do a, a self-defense course mm. that 
your only true form of self-defense is regular training. I, I can spend two weeks with you every day doing self-defense things and nothing happens for 10 years. Realistically, in a, in a situation where you need to defend yourself, what are you going to remember after 10 years? Mm. You're not going to remember. It has to be a natural thing. Um, I, I was When I was teaching last night, I was just talking to my, my orange and green belt class about the, the, the characteristics, the common characteristics of our first cutters, where all of them start with a block. And that is indicative of what karate teaches. First, defend yourself, then eliminate or get rid of the danger that's, that's threatening you. I, I want to ask you about something that you just said. You said that um, it's not just about, you know, what you're doing physically, it's a lifestyle. Is that to do with kind of the mental discipline things that you teach as, as, as in like it's an approach to life? So, so there is a, a, um, a lot of that involved, but sometimes people get confused and, and they get threatened because they think that when we're bowing and things like that, that there's religion involved and you bowing to things, which is so not the case. The bowing is purely a form of respect. And, and just to, to indicate to you what we're supposed to teach in addition to the physical side of it, we have what we call our five maxims of karate. So in other words, these are the five things that karate is supposed to teach you. Mm. And the first one is seek perfection of character. The second one is sincerity. The third one is effort. Mm. The fourth one is respect for others or etiquette. And the last one is to refrain from violent behavior or what we call self-control. Now, there's lots of ways to teach that. And, and it's important, though, when you're in a situation potentially where you could get a little bit upset because the other person is maybe beating you in a sense, not to allow your emotions and, and to run away with you and to react in a negative manner, to keep yourself in check and and. Karate in a group situation with good instruction pushes the individual beyond the, the limits that you would set for yourself alone. So if you, for example, want to just do karate for fitness, you will get much more benefit than going just to gym on your own because at the gym you're going to do only how much you want to do. Mm. When you come into the dojo and your sensei is driving you and you're in a group situation, you go beyond what you may have thought you, you, you could do. Which is, which is wonderful. I've seen karate change people's lives, young and old. It makes a massive difference mm. in people's lives. I'm just wondering, do you find that sometimes people come into karate with certain expectations and they're not disappointed because they just want to get to the part where they are in combat mode or breaking the wooden board and they're not yeah. understanding maybe... You know, in my mind, karate is repetition and shouting a whole lot of words that I don't know in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you are correct that, and, and I suppose social media, television, all those things creates certain expectations, particularly in young people, where they think they're going to come there and do flick flacks and somersaults and one-inch punches and ninja bombs and all kinds of funny things. And unfortunately... There's no shortcut. There is absolutely no shortcut to mastering your techniques. Repetition 
and good foundation of very basic fundamentals is the starting point. And yeah, some kids then know, no, they just want to do this or they just want to do that. And it's not what they thought that's going to happen. But those that stick it out and go walk the process and then start understanding the building blocks. You know, it's like it's like a house built on a shaky foundation. Mm. The problems will come later. Yes, yes. Um, can you talk to me just about, you know, in terms of the history and why this specific type of martial arts developed and became what it is today? Okay, so just without being too historical and boring because <laughs> yes. people go and, can go and read all the dates and all the, the ins and outs, what you need to remember with karate is that fundamentally in karate you get two two different types. You have what's called full contact karate and you have semi-contact karate. We fall in the semi-contact karate group. Underneath semi-contact karate, you've got four main, let's call them houses, that are, are karate, and they are all, all different. So you have Shotokan, which is where we fall in. You have Goju, you have Storyo, and you have Wadaru. Mm. And with under each of those pillars, there's a multitude of associations which belong. So Shotokan as our umbrella, JKA is by far the biggest in the world. It, it is a very strong, and in Japan, the JKA in Japan was established formally in 1948 and has, it's the only style which has the Japanese Department of Education recognition and and therefore it is practiced in the schools and the university systems in Japan. So their numbers there are massive when it comes to, to karate. In in South Africa, our association, the South African JKA, which stands for Japan Karate Association, mm. was formally established by Sensei Stan Schmidt in 1963. So we are in fact celebrating our 60th anniversary this year oh wow and and we have yeah it's it is a very big accomplishment our president who was my first instructor when i started training is 92 years old and he is the strongest 92 year old you'll ever come across since your hundreds is is an amazing man and and i i firmly believe karate has something to do with that our vice president sensei bruce smith is 79. He turns 80 next month. Mm. And he still trains with us on a Tuesday and a Thursday morning in our instructor's class. And and that's also the difference that where I know it sounds sort of cliche that it's not a sport, it's a way of life. But mm. many things you'll do for a period of time. And then once you can't be competitive anymore, you leave it. Mm. Just thinking to myself and having a chuckle that in my mind, just because of Karate Kid, I can call you and you'll teach me how to catch a fly with chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also having a chuckle because the, the original Karate Kid movie that came out back in the 80s was one of the main things that made me want to start karate. Oh, wow. And I happened to be, I was driving with my dad and we were going to fetch my sister from dancing and the karate school had moved into the same center. And of course, I saw the sign and I said to my dad, oh, I'm going to do karate. And he's like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And I came home and I said to my mom, I'm going to do karate. And she was like, no, you're not. And I was like, what? And my dad had to do a lot of 
long and hard convincing as to why he thought it was a good idea. Yes. And I took to it like a duck to water. And I've been training for nearly 40 years now. And I can't imagine my life without it. Were, were you at all possibly discouraged that at that time when, you, when we were exposed to karate, we only saw men doing it? Well, it was, it was strange because when I went to my first tournament as a little blue belt little girl, we weren't allowed to do the kumite side, the fighting side. There wasn't kumite for the, the, the girls. There was only once you became a senior could you do fighting. And I was very upset about that. I was like, what? Okay, I'll fight the boys. Mm. I was very happy to fight the boys. And they're like, no, that's not allowed. And, and that was probably the only time because shortly after that it changed. Um, and through my career, I, I, I've never, I suppose, I say it flippantly, but I regard myself as one of the boys. Not mm. in that I want to be a man or I am, but I train as hard as them. I, I've earned my creds and therefore they give me the respect that I deserve. Mm. So I, I've never felt like a second-rate citizen. Yes, yes. All right, we're going to take a break to head over to news, but we'll continue with this masterclass on karate. And uh, um, all of these really are giving me such a chuckle because I think the the limited exposure we have to karate make us think, and by us I mean me, the chopsticks and the fly, but it is something completely, completely different. O double one double eight three o seven o two and the WhatsApp line o seven two seven o two one seven o two. 702. Masterclass. Masterclass. We are talking karate and we are joined by the phenomenal guest that we have, Sensei Wendy Wannerberg, sixth degree black belt holder and part of the South Africa JKA Karate Association. We take your calls on 011-883-0702 and the WhatsApp line 072-7021702. Now, Wendy, before I jump to the calls and the questions and comments on the WhatsApp line, please help us understand the levels what does it take to get to a black belt? And what does it take? What does it mean now getting sixth degree black belt? Does it mean you, you beat five other black belters? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not quite that simple. But in a nutshell, we have our different belt colors. So obviously, everyone understands you start at white belt. And then it progresses up through yellow, orange, green, blue, purple, red, brown, and ultimately black. So was, were those seven levels that you counted? Oh, well, with the, the, the children, the juniors, they even do yellow one, yellow two, orange one, mm. orange two. So as, a, as an indicator, the minimum age for attaining a black belt in JKA is the age of 13 with a minimum of seven years of training. Mm. So you, you've got to put in your time and, and to get a black belt, you would have to go to a national grading where we you would do your grading in front of a panel of at least five, six stands and above. So we, we have a very strong and a very rich history in JKA. Um, our, our six stands, as I said, mine graded in Japan in 2012. It, it, it is the biggest accomplishment of my life. I'm incredibly proud of it. I trained very hard for it. Um, but karate is my passion and karate is my life. Mm. So I teach it. I train it. I live it. I love it. And, and you were talking about in the break about what part of your job you dislike. I'm, I'm incredibly blessed 
to make a living out of my passion. Mm. It, it, I love my job. I love doing what I do. And I love the, the positive impact that karate has on people's lives. Even, even a small grading for, for that child, that next belt level, that accomplishment, as long as they feel like they've earned it. Mm. Anything that comes too easy or cheaply hasn't got great value. And I think sometimes in society nowadays, we're quick to reward, to keep everyone happy. And, and, and there needs to be, and, and, and a good teacher can, can find that balance and consistency with fairness and a little bit of toughness as well, that you feel you've earned your belt and earned your grade. You've got to put every victory in context. If I go to a world championships and I become the world champion, but I was the only one in my division, mm. am I that good? I don't think so. Yes. But if I go to a world championships at our JKA world championships, the last one we unfortunately could have was in 2017 in Ireland. And then obviously with COVID, we, we missed it because it's supposed to be every, every three years. In 2017, the senior men's committee, the fighting division, had 129 competitors in the division. Mm. And, and that, that if you come out on top of that, you must know you've done a lot right. So there's, there's the grading system also needs to be used correctly. Also, just to give you a context, then once you become a black belt, which we call a first dan, you have to train and it has to be consistent training for two years before you can think of attempting your second dan. Mm. And once you pass your second dan, you have to train for three years before you can attempt a third dan. And so it escalates. So when you're a fourth dan and you want to go for fifth dan, you have to train for five years. Consistent training. If you stop for six months, then your five years starts over. Wow. You've got to be training consistently to do it. So, uh, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud to be a sixth dan. I don't think there are a lot of ladies around the world that have a, a JKA sixth dan, and, and I worked very hard for it. I'd like us to go to the lines now, and I, I think now that you've broken it down the way that you have, it just goes to show that the dedication and commitment, because you spoke so much about consistency, are such a big part of karate. It's not something that you necessarily can be like, oh, maybe I'll do it when I feel like it. You have to be committed and dedicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Pakisi in Riddapur. Pakisi, go ahead. How's level? How are you? I'm okay, thanks, and you? I'm fine, thank you. Sensei Wendy, Oz. Oz. I'm also yes, in Rudaput. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, this is Ritzapila's father, Sensei. I'll oh, like Oz. Ritzapila is one of my students. Yes, uh, I, I would like to say thank you so much, uh, Sensei Wendy, for the good job that you are doing to our children and the discipline that uh, we see on a daily basis and I would like to say uh, keep the good uh, work up and then be the best that you can be. Oh, thank you. Pagisi, thank you so, so much. Please explain how we're supposed to be greeting and what does os mean? So, os is a Japanese word. It's not only limited to the use in karate, but it's used very strongly in karate. We call it the word of words. Mm. So, it's a recognition. It can be a greeting. It can almost be an apology. 
uh, we sort of make a joke and we we say, when in doubt, just say us. Mm. The right answer is always going to be us. So when we're in a class situation and you're suffering and the sensor gives an instruction, you you respond with us. It, it, it's a it's a an acknowledgement, uh, an affirmation of and 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 a spirit building word. So we use us all the time, inside and outside of the dojo. Uh, I sometimes find myself saying us to my friends, and they luckily they know me well by now. But uh, it is our word of words. Mm. We've got uh, another caller. There are two of them, Razin and Raiz in Randburg. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good, thanks, and you? I'm good. So what would you like to share? So I have actually gotten my black belt recently, like two weeks ago. Wow. On Sunday. Congratulations. And I would like to say, like, it's not just a breaking technique. You also have an essay mm-hmm. that you have to read. Mm-hmm. And after the essay, you get judged. And then they see if you're worthy of your black belt. Mm-hmm. And we train for six months. I go to Sokya Soli Sayed's karate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you train for six months. And then you uh, have a month promotion. So like every week you go for the one piece of the promotion. Last piece is on a Saturday or Sunday. When I booked the board, I felt great. But when I read my essay, I felt scared. Oh my goodness. And how old are you? Are you Razin or Raiz? I'm Razin and I'm only 10. You're only 10. And how old is your brother? My little brother is 7 and he's in his green belt, which means he's not that far from black. But he, but he's getting there, right? Yeah. I trained half of my life. Wow. Like <laughs> I love that. Sensei, what would you like to say to these two budding uh, karate stars? I'm glad that you're enjoying your karate and you must keep on training and listen to your sensei. And, and karate gets hard and you've got to keep on going. You're only at the beginning now when you get to your black belt. There's still a whole world out there. So keep on the journey. Don't give up. Okay. Okay, all so, of the uh, best. I, I need to pass the phone to my little brother. Okay, no problem. Let's speak to Raiz as well. Raiz? Oh, I need to find him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You will say. You must say to Raiz, you know what? That on 702, we said congratulations on getting you. Him. You found him? Found okay. Him. Have you got him now? <laughs> Hi, Raiz. Hello. How are you? I'm okay, and you? I'm good. I heard you have a belt. What color kind of belt do you have? Is it white? I have a green. I have a green belt. No, but you sound like you only have a white one. I have a green belt. You have a green belt? No ways. How did you do it? I I am focused, and I was and I listened. Oh my goodness! Okay, so what advice would you give? I've got a two-year-old son; he's still small. What advice would you tell my son so that he can also get a green belt like you? He must he must focus and listen to you. Mm-hmm. And he must he be must disciplined. Be, he must yes, and he must um, and he must re, and he must remember stuff. Yes. So are you also going to get a black belt soon? 
Yes. Oh, my goodness. You guys are so awesome. Thank you so, so much for calling. Sensei, this makes me so happy just to hear, you know, young kids being so excited about karate. But is it hard to join as an adult? If Abel here and myself say, you know what, Sensei, we want to come. Are we going to struggle? No, you're not going to struggle. I have a I have a very big adult novice class. Um it, uh, probably the hardest thing is that first step onto the floor because you've got all these things in your mind telling you why you can't do it and how hard it's going to be and everyone's going to laugh at you and all those kind of negative thoughts in your head. But nobody ever forgets the humility of the beginner. Mm. Everybody started at white belt and there's benefit for everybody. So, yes, the children, I take them from age five and There is no limit. I have a lot of people starting karate in their 40s, in their 50s. Just do it. My my main advice to anybody who wants to start karate is to do your due diligence. Mm. You must, if, if there's a karate school, because like you say, you have this perception. You don't really understand what it's about. Go to the karate schools in your area phone, make an appointment, go and see the instructor teaching. Because like anything in this world, there's good instructors and let's say maybe not so good instructors. You must go and see what goes on at any dojo. Go and see the facilities. Go and see what you're getting. Don't just go, oh, no, I'll go to the the one down the road because that's 20 rand cheaper. Mm. You must do due diligence in seeking out a training center. And you must Go and check where is that dojo registered? What is their route to an international federation? What is their association's status with Japan? All those kinds of things are very, very important. All right. I want to quickly take calls and WhatsApp messages in the few minutes we have left. Let's go to Amanke in Rustenburg. Amanke, go ahead. Amanke? Hi, Amanke. How are you? Fine, thanks, and how are you? I'm good. How old are you, Amanke? I am 10 in 10. Nice. And do you do karate? No, Would I you... do taekwondo. Oh, okay. So have you got a question for Sensei? Yes. What's your question? What is the difference between karate and taekwondo? Oh, that's a very good question, Amanke. Thank you so much for asking, Sensei. So, again, a lot of it is to do with origin. So, karate is of Japanese origin, where we use, as I said to you, blocking, striking, punching, kicking techniques. Taekwondo is your Korean martial art. They use a lot of kicking, a lot of jumping kicks, uh, you may have seen Taekwondo in the Olympics. It's a, it's very different, mm. but a very strong emphasis on the kicking. They wear body protection and head protection. Um, it, it's it's more of a of a, a combat sport with its origin in Korea. Karate, more traditional from Japan. Thank you so much, Amanke, for that call. Wishing you all the best on your Taekwondo journey. Uh, here is another oh, another question via WhatsApp voice note. 
my name is Nagedi and my nephew is also part of the JKA. He will be going to Zimbabwe on the 8th of June. Our issue is that Karat, we struggling with the sponsors for him and we also, we always have to pay when he goes out. Uh, is there anything that can be done that Karate uh, be regarded as a sport so that the Minister of Sports can help us with the with the finances? Oh, that's quite a relevant one. Maybe help us out there. So two th- issues being addressed, of course, to go and compete. Funding is required. But as um, the listener is saying there, Sensei, that um, um, if it's not recognized as a sport, then where do you go to for funding? So just again, like anything, money is always a, a, a necessary evil. Mm. In in my whole career, I've had to pay for myself to travel support substantially the only time that i was paid for was when i went to the all africa games in 2007 as part of team south africa then everything is covered i had to turn down going to the world championships in 2006 because we had our jka world champs in australia and just after that when i came back they wanted me to pay to go to the the all stars world championships in finland and as a university student, uh, two, well, actually I was working by then, but two trips in one year is, is very difficult out of your own pocket. So funding's always going to be a, a problem. It's not that simple in karate as well, because like I said to you, there's full contact, there's semi-contact, there's all these different associations. Then there is an all-styles body that competes under what's called the WKF rules. You may or may not have seen some of it in the Olympics when it was there, in Tokyo, it's not in the Olympics anymore. But that is what we call sport karate. And Mm. it's very different to the karate I teach in the dojo. And in JKA, we have tournaments. But for us, tournament is a test of skill. It's, it's, It's good for you because you know you need to perform. So you pick up your training and, and you measure yourself against your competitors. But it's not the reason that we train. Mm. And that's again where I come back to saying that karate is so much more than sport. Unfortunately, there are loads of sports out there that need funding. And there's lots of people at grassroots level and many things that, that require funding. The government can't get to everything. Participation-wise, the numbers in karate are significant. And you could, with a small amount of money and just somebody who has knowledge you can teach karate in the rural areas on a field. You can wear shorts and a T-shirt. So a lot is possible. Mm. We, have a, we have a very big development side to JKA, and we have a development officer in each province, and we try to organize events to reach out to the people who are, you know, in, in Johannesburg and in Gauteng, we have so many resources and, and a big number of people available to get together to train or to have an event. But if you're isolated and far away, it's much more difficult. Yes. So money, 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 money. If you can solve the money problem, 
You're, yes. you're better than me. I'm going to do my best to get through as many questions as possible. We have less than two minutes. Sure. One says, my son started as a 16-year-old. He is today a 38-year-old and fifth Dan Black Belt shot a gun. Excellent. He is a sensei, the best thing he ever he has ever done. It is great for discipline. Another one says, hi, I have a three-year-old who is full of beans, to put it nicely. I was thinking of enrolling him into karate. What age would be most suitable for young kids to start? So as I said to you, I take them from age five. You may find at some of the, the, the preschools and some, they do what they call dinky karate, but it's not going to be proper karate. A three-year-old is not capable of doing a 45-minute proper karate class. So that's why I take them from five and from day one. It's a structured, not just mess around, roly-poly, keep them entertained and say you're doing karate. From day one, we do proper karate. So, yes, you may find dinky karate, but I wouldn't suggest proper karate from younger than five. So in terms of getting in touch with JKA South Africa, I think there's a Facebook group, SAJKA Karate Association, and they can get uh, everybody can get more information from there. 100%. And if you want to look up for training centers, our website, karate.co.za, there's a map you can enlarge. You can click on the center It'll come up with the contact details for that specific instructor so you can get their times and fees and all that kind of thing. I really encourage everybody to just don't don't procrastinate. Go and have a look. Go and contact the instructors and take that step into the dojo. You won't be sorry. So, Sensei, what do you say at the end of a class? We normally take a bow and we say, us. Okay, <laughs> so I say unto you, Sensei, Awesome. Thank you so, so Thank much you. for this just awesome, awesome, awesome conversation. And to all of you for joining, this conversations will be podcast. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of you 702 family for having the space where we can cry together and laugh together and remember together and that the kids can call in and you can call in and you feel comfortable to cry. You feel comfortable to laugh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's three o'clock.